Yeah, fuck you, Craig. Yeah, we can do this show. No, we can't really. Do no, this we show. can't do it without him. No, I mean, in this just, situation, we could. Oh yeah, because only two of us, and we're not doing anything. But ah, uh, fuck it, we're already here. Welcome to well-being. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you feel a little strange. Hello, I'm Theo. I'm an artist, and I almost said I'm a Josh <laughs> because he's running through my mind. Uh, I'm an artist, an editor, and a director. And I'm Andy. I'm a writer, director, producer. And not joining us this week because the holidays be cray cray is is Josh. Um, he will be missed. Yep, he's with us in spirit. Yeah, he is. He's, he's always here in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every time we can just, you know, just go and be like, hey, it's me, guys. Yeah. It's Jash. I'm Jash. I do video games. <laughs> I like to do video games, and I like making the video <laughs> games, and I like playing the video games. And Yeah. My spark is Godzilla. <laughs> all of it. Just all of Godzilla. Yeah. You just can't go wrong with any Godzilla. Well, speaking of Spark, why don't we get into our Sparks of Inspiration? You got you got yeah. yours? Yeah, I got mine. I was trying to think most of the week leading up to it because i just been fried and just end the year shit with work. And like I enjoy having holidays off and have like a two and a half week uh, or three weeks off. But just the build up to get there. <laughs> oh yeah, I it's can just imagine. a pain in the ass of rushing things. So <clears throat> I didn't think I was gonna have a spark. I haven't really doing too much. But uh, the spark came Saturday around noon for baseball for those baseball fans and just international fans too. That uh, the Dodgers signed Shohei Otani, which is a huge pickup. He's like the highest paid athlete. I think they even said internationally, not just in the U.S. He's getting seven hundred million for ten years. Damn! And he even set it up because he's such a great player and great person that uh, he's only getting paid two million for ten years, and then the rest of that money is deferred, and not, oh. and it's not even getting taxed. He's I think there's an option to do like a tax on it, so it's just. So he, the rest of his money is after he retires, pretty much. Uh, so he's going to be like a multimillionaire in his in his retirement. Yeah. So he he was just like, you know what? I don't want to be greedy. I want I want this team to be successful. Uh, he's been in the major leagues with the Angels for six years. Uh, Angels took could have got a haul for him. Like it was his the last year to trade him. But they tried to do a last-minute playoff push to think they will make make him happy. But uh, they missed the playoffs again, and then he just said, "See ya, I'm out of here." It's like, Peace. And then, uh, yeah, just following it for like two weeks, he's like, "I'll decide soon. I'll decide soon." And it took like two weeks for him to finally choose the Dodgers, and nice. with that much money, is just insane. And so much money. Yeah, people are guessing or estimating like just his first year alone. Dodgers would probably expect to get 400 million back 
just for sponsorships for him. The sponsors that he already comes with to go to like sponsor at the park. And then just all the fans from Japan coming over just to watch him play. Yeah, and everyone loves the Dodgers, especially because they're like proper L.A. and not Angels yeah. L.A. Not Orange County yeah. L.A. Uh, yeah, so I, I bumped up, uh, what's his name, uh, Randy Newman, L, the L.A. song. Uh, I love L.A. Yeah, because that's the Dodgers theme. Every time they win a game, they play that song. Was it, is it because of the Naked Gun? Because that's in the Naked Gun when he's like patting down all the Dodgers players. Oh, it could be. I have no idea when they adopted it as their thing. I just realized it like later on when I was going to games more and more. And you're like oh. that. That became their theme after they win. So it's pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, and then the Lakers won some a champion, an in tournament championship. So it was a good day for LA fans. <laughs> for Saturday. Well, that's nice. Uh, so that's been pretty cool reading to see who else the Dodgers will get um, in their team because they still need pitching. But they're still in it on getting a bunch of pitchers now because Shohei gave them a nice cut of just only pay me $2 million now. <laughs> and then yeah. we'll worry about that oh. down the road. <laughs> they're just like, just keep going. Yeah, 10 years, we'll figure this out. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> For ten years, you're set. Yeah. Well, he said. I mean, he said pretty much his, his whole life. I mean, if he's only getting two million a year, and he's owed seven million for ten seven. years, so or seven hundred million. Uh, yeah, I think the closest to that was, um, what's his name from soccer that came over, not Ronaldo. The other guy who plays in Miami right now. I can't oh. fucking draw in a blank. I'm not sports. Oh, so. Me- Messi, Lionel Messi. Uh. Yeah, he came over, and I think he owns part of the team in MLS where he plays in Miami. But I think all of his stuff comes up to $675 million for his contract. <laughs> that is fucking wild. Yeah, that's... That's, that's so much money. <laughs> Yeah, it's he is set up. I think he's only like it's still in his mid twenties. I don't even hit his thirties yet, and he's set. So yeah, so once he hits his thirties, then he can go off, fuck off on to whatever team he wants to. At that point, you know he's kind 30, of forties. I'm sure he'll just retire. I mean, I'm sure the Dodgers will try to keep him and find ways to just because this year he said he's not pitching until next year because he just had his second. Unofficial Tommy John's. His team was calling it not Tommy John surgery for his elbow, pitching elbow. But everyone's like, it's Tommy John's. Like, it's hard for pitchers to come back from the, those types of surgeries for the elbow. But he is a great hitter, so he will create buzz and he'll still hit, be home runs. He'll still be a hit. Yeah, because he's a, he's a he plays both yeah. positions: a, a hitter and um, a DH and a pitcher. So. Nice. He's still worth his money. Of if he, even if he doesn't pitch, if he just pitches one year, it's still like they mainly paid him for home runs, and then um, probably get more international money from the fans out there. That's fucking cool. Well, um, my sparks like completely the opposite. Uh, mine's Doom Patrol. <clears throat> oh, nice. Yeah, I've I like ever since I restarted it. It's been so hard to put down. Like, I find myself just going back to it because it's just like I'm on the last season right now. 
There's only four seasons. Oh, I still think I finished the last season. I think a lot of those DC ones I stopped, like Doom Patrol and uh, Titans. Titans, which I liked, but they're half liked. Doom Patrol was the better one from Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol <laughs> is great. The Max series. Uh, where did uh, Titans? Whatever the Red Hood season was, that's that was the like last second, one I saw. I think second or third. Is that second or that's start, third? I think that's it's third. third. Cause that was yeah. Cause the first year was Raven, like mainly about that storyline. I can't remember. But yeah, I forgot the second one was. But yeah, Doom Patrol just from a psychological standpoint is so fascinating and just so interesting and just like it just so on fire. Yeah, I really enjoyed the way they build up their characters. Like each character has their own tortured. And I really like Negative Man. I feel like there's so much depth to him. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> in this final season, they go even further into it because it's like, yeah, I mean, God, the last two seasons were so fucking great. Uh, season three and season four. Um, season three is the sisterhood of Dada mm. and Madame Rouge. Nice. Uh, and then season four is uh, the Buttpocalypse. And uh, and then Immortus, which is yeah. fucking, it, they just they 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 don't leave things behind. They always refer back to things and kind of bring things back in really interesting ways. And I love that. Um, yeah, so Doom Patrol was just has been my spark. It's just been keeping me going. That's good. Yeah, yeah I, I just rebinged Arrow because I caught up with Flash, and then I wanted to rewatch Flash. So I got to the episode where Flash gets introduced, and then I start watching the pilot again for Flash. What so did I'm you in this it? because I was like, "Oh, I forgot this is the intro without his powers." So it's just Barry Allen being Barry Allen, yeah, just the normal guy before, because it leads up all to the accelerator uh, uh, blowing up, and then him getting hit by lightning. And I forgot that's the way he was introduced on Arrow. So after I saw the episode, I was like, oh, let me just see the pilot from where it picks up from that episode. And, and then you just couldn't stop, so you just started over again. Yeah, and I was like, I really like Flash. Because <laughs> I, I, I stopped at the second cr- crossover on Flash, like the second year of it, where they have Supergirl and all the other shows. So I wanted to rewatch Arrow to catch up to that season. But then I saw Flash and got distracted and went back to Flash. So Berlanti is just a—he's just on fucking fire. Like everything he touches, like because I even heard like you know as as you know not as reviewed or whatever raved about is Star Girl. I heard pretty good things about that show. Really, I wanted to give Supergirl a second chance. I think the second season gets better than the first. Yeah, I heard well I think I did the first season and then I just kind of The first was really rough that yeah. it just turned me off. But then I heard it gets better. And then I know Flash makes a couple cameos in that. Mm-hmm. Cuz they're like glee stars or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're glee. Cuz I think that's when they do the musical crossover. Or mm. all I forget if it's just those two have a musical crossover or the whole thing is musical crossover. I think it's just those two. Yeah, I think they just have a double two episode arc. No, but yeah, you'll Berlanti find just out. kills it. Yeah, yeah, he just knocked it out. He's just so great at at uh, what he does with the DC world. Yeah, and those characters. 
Yeah, I'm really interested where the where they take their animated stuff. I don't know with with gun kind of heading now it, it seems in a very weird place like i know they're continuing harley quinn yeah we don't know about doom patrol but don't i don't know about titans I, mean, I don't know if they're gonna also recast for because they said they wanted all the characters to match the voicing and actors so i don't know if they're gonna recast kaylee kuko i doubt it and just have that, maybe just have that as another one I think off. that's just, I think, it, yeah, that's just going to be its own that was, kind of thing. I know that was his big thing is, like, the actors also be in the TV shows and cartoons are the same voices <clears> and blah, 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 blah. So we'll see. It, it, it sounds, I don't know, because I know they're, what, first up is Creature Commandos? Is that the one? Mm-hmm. Or is it Superman? Oh, and then Superman, right? I know there's yep. cast of Lex Luthor. Yeah, Nicholas Halt. Yeah, right. Uh, Beast. Beast. Yeah, from, from the younger X Men's. Yeah, Renfield. Yeah, newer movie. Oh yeah, oh, Renfield's fun. Yeah, I think he's a good. I just think he's very close though to the other Lex Luthor, Jesse. Yeah, I feel like that. I don't think not they're going to play him. Talker, I don't think they're going to play him that way. I'm interested to see <clears> his take on it to see how, what he'll bring to a younger Lex. I'm I'm very I'm like nodding my head in approval because I'm just like I'm 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 super stoked for this new gun verse, but it's 2025. It's a long way. It's forever away. So well, I mean, 23 is almost done. Yeah. I don't know what comes out this year. I think we get Dune? Peacemaker. I mean, just in general, from big movie oh, to kind of kind of like yeah, keep us. Well, we got whatever Marvel's doing, which I don't even know. Yeah. This is a good spot to talk about this. I like talking about geek news and whatever. Blockbuster news. Not news. I don't want news. I just want to want. Yeah. Blockbusters 24. Give me 2024. Oh, Godzilla and Kong. Oh, yeah. Gladiator 2. Yeah, <laughs> I like the first one. Really like the first one, but I don't know. Oh, the Fall Guy, Bad Boys Four, apparently. Or no, it should be five. IV. That's four, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Bad Boys Three was Bad Boys Forever. Stupidest move. Was it? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Mufasa, the Lion King, whatever that is. Oh, another Sonic. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, Isn't that one they're teasing Shadow? Yeah. I thought I saw some poster or something. like. Oh, I guess Venom is supposed to be. And then Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Nothing Marvel in here, surprisingly. Well, I think they blew their wad this year with TV and movies. Marvel... Movies 2024. What do we got? Let me know what the next big one would be. Deadpool 3 is apparently. Oh, yeah. I guess that would be. That'd be their biggest one. Yeah. And then the rest is. That one uh, I'm excited for. Yeah. The other one is Madam Web, which isn't technically Marvel. That's. Yeah. Trailers look horrible. 
She died during. I can't remember the fucking quote for it. She was a spider. She was researching spiders and died or something. I feel like it was a screenwriter of of Morbius. Man. Like, I like bats. Now I'm a bat. I like spiders. Now I'm a webs. Yeah, I study them or photography them. I something with them, and now I can see a future and I do webs. I don't know, dude. I was like, why is Venom the only fun one in that universe of Sony? <laughs> why can't, other than, I guess Spider-Man and Venom, for like a Sony, their Sony-verse, are the only two good Yeah, <laughs> well, they're trying. They're, they're Like, Morbius was, was terrible. I don't have hope for Madam Web. Also, I'm not a big fan of just Dakota Johnson acting in general. Who's she again? Uh, she's playing The Madam Grey. Web. She was in the, those Grey movies. Like her, oh. and she's also daughter of uh, Don Johnson and um, Melanie Griffith, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that movie looks so whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 take our our sparks of inspirations and our and our talks of movies and and stuff, and let's get into some some uh, mental health. So first, I want to do a quick check-in with you and just see how therapy's been going for you because I know you've been going. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was able to get back on track on it. Um, luckily, a therapist reached out to me. Oh, good. She was seeing, like, uh, after Thanksgiving thing of re- trying to reschedule it and then getting canceled and then not being able to go back to Thursdays, uh, she emailed me asking if, if I was still... Um, doing therapy and all that stuff and if I still want to continue my sessions because she's like oh I saw you canceled I was like well yeah because Thanksgiving and I just didn't think you would be working and (laughs) if you are I don't want to like take up your hour (laughs) of like because it's because my sessions are like 6pm so oh Uh, okay I thought it was like earlier no I did after around after work um, to do it so um, I never because I never know what hour I'll get to myself for work. Work's been so crazy that I just yeah, have to wait just, just after. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm off so I don't get interrupted. Um, but yeah, that's been, been pretty well. Um, she's trying to help me communicate better and just learn things and understand more. So yeah, this has been, this, it's a process. Just slowly getting there. Do you feel like she's working for you though? I think so. Um, I think just as my starter one to get through, just to kind of, because I don't know if she can help me with figuring out if I'm where on the spectrum I would land. Um, but I think she just helped me at least communi- learn and just understand, like to, to, to communicate better. That would be a big help. Yeah. And then worry about the other stuff. A little down the line, just kind of like a training wheels of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> just no, so I can kind of like get sense. into the groove of it and kind of get that and then um, probably do a deeper dive with another therapist at another time. Um, but yeah, but I think it was just, she, she's great right now. She's what you need. She's what I need right now, yeah. Because my <clears throat> communication is my biggest... Weak or my my weakest point. So, 
um, which is ironic because I'm on a podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm only talking. But uh, normally when I'm not talking for this hour on in this podcast or 40 minutes, uh, I don't talk at that much. So she's just helping me out. And then at work, I have to do a presentation in front of the whole company. Luckily, it's on Zoom. But yeah. I'm trying not to stress too much about that one. Uh, I haven't even wrote my script yet of my two slides I'm presenting. But I need to... I'm hoping tomorrow I can work on that because my schedule is a little more open tomorrow. So I hope I can work on that tomorrow to get a little script going and mm-hmm. make it sound in my voice and all that stuff. Yeah. And not sound like I'm reading. But it's about projects I've worked on this year, which I've done on my own. So I think I've pretty, I know them pretty, pretty well. So I just have to know like when to stop and not to ramble on um, about them. Just kind of get my points. I'm like, all right, this is this, this, this. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Also, productions at the end of the our slides are at the end of the presentation, so like a lot of people are just done by then. I imagine I'm just checked out. So you're just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just kind of cruise on through this and just kind of. Yeah, know. I was like, no pressure. I think I'll be fine with this. Yeah, you got this. Um, yeah, my manager was kind of stressing out, asking if I have my script ready, and I was like, no. He's like, I think you should have a script. I'm like, yeah, I probably should, but I'm just kind of. I've been super busy with other stuff. Like, I was like, I know these projects. So she set time tomorrow, like around three, to go over <laughs> to make sure. And I was like, listen, if you want me to present it, I'm just going to have to wing this. <laughs> if, if you want to present it, then you go ahead and present it. But I'm a great winger with presentations. If I know the material, I'm definitely great at it. Yeah, I think if I get focused on reading it, like I just had to do bullet points on some like uh, the people's yeah. names we did and interviewed for some projects um, and some CEOs that we did. Just so I, like some pronunciations, so I just gotta look up how they're pronounced um, to do it. Um, but yeah, I think I think I'm fine. It's like low pressure. It's all internal. I mean, yeah, it's not like I'll get fired if I do a terrible one. <laughs> um. Yeah, or we'll lose a client. So I feel like this is pretty much like no stress yeah. <laughs> at all for this one. Like my other one where I was presenting to a client stressed me out because like this could like be a deal breaker to get business for production or not. Um, but this is just all internal um, and just a recap of what we did in 2023. So, yeah, so it's like super low pressure. Yeah, so I was like, it's nothing, no big deal. Like. We film these things, and then we film these things with these people. I swear, if you don't get a raise or a promotion at the end of all this, then... I, mean, I was supposed to do my <laughs> end of the year review next week. Um, so by then, I think it's normally when it's her turn to like review or to go over what I talked about. Yeah. Um. Then she normally they they normally tell me if what's happening. Like, I hope I get a bonus, too, because we crushed our goal for production this year. Yeah. Like, just signing five clients ago, we hit our million mark, which is very low for us to get, but um, we hit it, and now we had five other 
projects come in. Oh shit! <laughs> so it's all just extra money from us that. Yeah, so you're just like. So I was like, look what I did. These are my connections and people I've been working with. <laughs> they just keep giving us more projects, and I am fucking mm. drowning without yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully some changes next year. Yeah, I'm hoping for a title change and a raise. I mean, I'm the only production manager there. So I'm hoping to be like senior production manager with the only has <laughs> only me. Uh, I don't know. Our goal is next year, like quarter two, to rehire full time. Um, some full time positions, oh. like um, like a like a coordinator to be like yeah. my assistant. Yeah, to kind of help. Yeah, help. help take some of the. What the a coordinator internals, does. yeah, more of the internal requests that I get bogged down on. Um, and then I could focus more on my clients and the and the businesses I work on because sometimes I'm a little behind on on it. And I was like, uh, we'll get to you soon. Hold on. I'm sorry. I was like, I'm out sick. Uh, our, our attorney's out. Like, I'm running out of different yeah, excuses. excuses of being like, I'm sorry I'm busy because another project is taking more of my attention. <laughs> and I'm trying to work in a nine to five or nine to six type of like window of and not work overtime um but yeah so i'm hoping in a couple weeks i'll know if i do get a title change and a raise i know she said she was talking about it already to our ceo who i have a decent relationship with i met him a couple times when he flies over from the uk hell yeah well that's good i got a therapy visit tomorrow which, yeah, I can't wait for that because I think, yeah, it's been a while and a lot of shit happened. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm fucking ready for yeah. a therapy session. <laughs> That'd be right. good. I got some questions that we could do. Okay, so you're here for some questions? All right. The music I loved as a child. Mm-hmm. Mine's like super easy. I I like only exclusively listen to this artist till like I shit thee not junior high. So I only knew their music. Can you guess? The Daft Punk? Oh no, that's Josh. Josh is Oh, Muse? Nope. No, not Muse. Oh, I, was a I forgot. I was a kid. Um, I think you said this before to me. Was it Nirvana? Nope. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah, sorry. Weird Al. Weird Al. <laughs> I only knew his versions of songs for the longest time. And anytime any other, like the originals would come on, I'd be like, well, time to sing the Weird Al version. Um, I listen to a lot of Disney soundtracks, which I still do now. But that was a lot of the music and stuff because every time a Disney movie would come out on VHS, my mom would always buy it for us. And uh, which I'm sure I have a bunch of original VHSs somewhere in the garage of Disney. VHSs are coming back, man. Like, I don't know if the case is held up, but <laughs> um, those weird, giant those classic, classic yeah. Um, but yeah, I would listen to a lot of. Disney music 
that she would play, and then she, all the DVD, CDs were all that. And then Queen. Like, it was Disney and Queen were the two things I, I listened to a lot. That's a good combo. I like that. Uh, <clears throat> the first thing I bought with my own money. I think. What was my first thing I bought? I I don't remember the first thing I bought. It was probably like an action figure, so it doesn't hold any value or whatever. Fuck. So I had shit tons of action figures. I love action figures. But the first thing I remember saving up for and buying is, you guessed it, Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> CD. <laughs> I can't think of it. I think it was the Food Album was the was first it? CD I ever bought. Uh, see, as a as a kid, we at when we did live in LA, we had a corner liquor store where I had credit at. So I don't know if that counts. I mean, my mom still paid for it. I just signed my name to a paper and then just walked out with whatever I wanted. I got slushies and those paper foam planes that what? you built as a kid <laughs> and just threw them, and like those toy dinosaur, like plastic hard toy toy dinosaurs. So I'd always go over and then just get a bunch of stuff. Buy a bunch of junk. And then and just, just like, put my name on it. And then I'm like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Your mom never talked to you about it? She was just like, nope. whatever. Every Friday, the our grocery store or uh, friend, she was, the, she was more a friend of the of the hill when we lived in L.A. was Yoko. And she would just, uh, every Friday, uh, have people pay up their tabs. Huh. And then... Uh, well, I was like, okay, here's my tab. I'll pay up mine. And then she's like, oh, your son has one too. And then she's like, wait, he does? He's like, yeah, I made one because I would go one. I had three. At first, I had three different ones. I'll use my grandma. I'll use my other grandma and then use my mom for different visits to kind of space it out. And then she's like, here, just make your own. And then, <laughs> But I think other than that, I think the only thing I've spent my, I saved money on, I think, was to buy Sonic. For Sega, and I remember saving up for, and then going to Toys R Us once I have the money for it, and then then I bought it. That's the soonest thing I remember buying with my actual money that I saved. The age at which I became an adult. I don't know. I felt pretty young for it. I mean, not like paying for things, but still had to help because my mom worked and then she went to school after she worked night school. So it was always just me and my sister alone. So that's where I learned how to cook, do dishes, clean, do my laundry. I don't know, probably around 13, 14 when I had to be more responsible and, uh, try to do everything in the house and not kind of not learn how to cook and do all that stuff. Stuff like that matured me up a lot faster. It's a solid answer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't put mine till like 23. Like, uh, Chelsea and I had been dating for two years. I think at that point, And then, like, it just didn't hit me for a while. 
about like what really like it meant to be an adult. Yeah, it's good. My joke answer would be, I'm not there yet. <laughs> hey, because we're still kids at yeah, heart. I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> the person who had the greatest impact on my life. I didn't write an answer for this one. I don't know. Um, man, that's person. Yeah, I don't know. Like. I'd say my art teacher from high school, Mr. Churko. Uh, actually, both him and his wife. They were like this really weird, like just your exemplary art people. Like they were L.A. art people and just kind of weird avant-garde and just a little like just different. Uh, and yeah, taught me a lot of great lessons and stuff, so codes nice trying to think uh it's not my video production high school teacher because he didn't know video production he knew ceramics but he just taught it because uh no one else would no one else would and he need and there was already a ceramics teacher at our at our school so uh oh, so he was just buying his time he was he buying time like, um he's like fucking so a lot of it was just students teaching students like how we um would do things like how to film how how to write a story how to because we did a lot of weekly like news reports and segments so a lot of it was like how to write something like a good morning la or like good morning show or the morning show, like stuff like that like with um something like that to do like segments and interviews and Pre, pre-rolled packages and all that stuff that we would just yeah. learn how to run a control room and a newsroom pretty much. Um, was that him? I don't know. I did have an uncle that did go to UCLA for fil- and had a degree in film that I always kind of like looked up to, but he never really did anything with it. Oh. So I was kind of like, he did it. So I don't know if it was like an envy type of thing, but then I was like, it was, you also just wasted it. But it was also harder for a Latino to be break into the industry in like the 80s when he got his degree. If you weren't Freddie Prince Jr. or Freddie Prince, like <laughs> there wasn't a lot of um, positions there for him to try to break into. Um, I don't know. You can table it, come back to it next week if you want. Yeah, yes, Josh, that one too, because I don't know. I don't really have. I grew up a lot just watching TV and wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of wrestlers, but I don't like looking into their stories because it's always (laughs) depressing. You're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Like, Um, like I actually think The Rock is still pretty cool. Yeah. There's so far, so far, there's there's nothing. Yeah. Uh, there is no wood. Oh. A little dynamite's got wood on it. It's a little fake wood. Yeah, there's oh, bamboo right there. There, there you go. Um, the hardest thing I've ever done. I think this is going to be our last one. 
Yeah, harnessing and on. I think I just go back to film school, or just go back to school. And then it was film school for that. Because I was, after high school, went to Chafee for a bit at a community college out here. Um, thought I could ride someone else's coattails that I met at school. And that became a fucking bust. And then I just kind of went back just to what I did after high school, which was retail. So I think the hardest thing was just leaving that and actually start pursuing my dream. I mean, it was like seven years later, or I should have. So I always feel like when I go to companies and there's always young people like ahead of me, I feel very envious and jealous that uh, they just went right after high school. Yeah. And I had to start like seven years behind and then do all the, the bullshit PA work for years and years to kind of just build up a reputation and a name for myself to try to like make my contacts to finally be where I should have been at least four or five years ago for my age and at like the position I'm at. So yeah. I think that was the hardest thing is just to finally risk it all and try to see yeah. if uh, I could do it because I had no connections in the industry. So I think that's, yeah, that would be the hardest thing I, have, I had to do. That's good. That's a solid one. Mine's uh, mature. You know, it, 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 I've always not been immature, but like, you know, it kind of ties into with, you know, becoming an adult. There was a lot of things I had to kind of learn and just kind of take responsibility for with myself. You know, I think I think that's when I really took responsibility of my mental health and, and all that. Um, yeah, because because that that journey and then, you know, becoming a dad and all that was just was was totally <laughs> like a call to action that I think yeah. was, was a fucking hard ass journey. Yeah. And then juggling school and shit. Yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> no. Um, we'll do some more of these next week with Jash. We'll re-ask him some. And then, um, yeah, his would be Daft Punk, Tron. Uh, Daft Punk. I took my Tron. Yeah, and I, I looked up to Tron. First used my money to buy a Christmas. Just a Christmas. Just a Christmas. Yeah, just a, I bought a Godzilla action figure, and I put him in Tron costume. All right. So what are we going to do for world building? And I was trying to think of that once Josh said he wasn't going to make it to do. I mean, I'm, my goal is for the time I'm off work. Is to write? Is to actually write. Or at least come up with a timeline type of thing. All right. So let's, if not, like, why don't we bounce board? Why don't we just like you can throw your ideas off at me, and just just bounce what you got, what you're gonna start writing, where where you want to start. Yeah, because I feel like we have to start with like <clears throat> the kind of you want to start with the fellowship, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. Like the journey that led to this act, like this whole 
Like what's tell, yeah? What's that journey like? Yeah, what's the incident that happened? The inside incident that caused all this to. Where are you? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, what we've been doing every you know week since the beginning is we've been creating a world that we can just create in, just find art in, just do whatever we have. Like it's been inspiring me to do a bunch of art. It's now inspired Andy to start writing. Uh, and so we've landed on a utopian world and it's been interesting exploring that. What we're exploring right now is we've created a fellowship, if you were, a la Lord of the Rings in this ancient times, you know, when the when no, when nothing was unified and we have this sort of Arthurian call and you know, hero's journey really into what leads to the world of the utopia. So that's where Andy's like looking to dive into. Yeah, that's what I'm drawing, like, figuring that whole path out of when these characters met, is it fellowship, is it uh, so who's Wizard eyes? of Oz yeah. Whose eyes of are thing? you gonna, Who's your pro-tag? Are any of the ones that we've created characters that you're like, that one I want to follow? I'm about to that one. That one I've been thinking of finding, figuring out, finding like a Sam and Frodo type of person that's just kind of there for the journey and telling it type of <clears throat> Bilbo Baggins, Hobbit type of like, he's the storyteller from the journey who sees everything but maybe not as interval or integral to the plot as a Frodo was or a Bilbo. Mm-hmm. But just someone there kind of like maybe like it's that guy from Lord not Lord of the Rings, uh three hundred <laughs> that just tells a story. Oh who who at um, the end is just like and I'm here <laughs> I'm the one telling the story. Yeah, I, like, I the was there. <laughs> I was the 100 Hi, yeah, or 300. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was the 299th guy. Not the, I, the 300th is the, yep, he's the leader guy. Yeah, Leonidas. Um, okay. Well, that's what I was kind of playing with if we make up. So what's your narrative but, structure? So you're, right now, you're, you're, you're looking for your narrative structure. Yeah, I'm still. Like, I'm gonna try and kick it around. Want to have free time to think about it. Um, like I did start rewatching Lord of the Rings a couple months ago. <laughs> just kind of get you in the fantasy. Just kind of get into that realm. Cause I feel like that's like the best example of it. Uh, I tried Hobbit, but it's just it's so long. Lord of the Rings is so much better. Yeah. Of that journey, I mean, the Hobbit, the book is is good and yeah. short. If you want, like, if you feel too, because that one, like, you can breeze through and like 
seriously, like two days, two, three days. Um, yeah, then I've been. If, if you feel like reading, listening to, or watching. Which one is it? Is it Dimension 20? Is that the one with. The one on college or dropout? Yeah, that's Dimension 20. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh, Brendan's. A DMing world of like their the high store the high school fantasy high, or fantasy high school I think uh-huh. so I'm watching that too to see like the campaign and that story play out and figuring that out too so I'm just trying to get different things from like how a D and D story in action and campaign going to Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm just trying to figure it out of what I want to do. If I do want to do that route of like the person just journeying on, or maybe it's a Star Wars where Luke doesn't know how powerful he is until. Well, we did create that character, this one that becomes the Digi Bard, the first, uh, oh, yeah. the first. Uh... Oh, what the fuck did we call them? I fell back on the Digibard. It's not Digibard. Which was it? Oh, Amps. Amps. Because remember, they start off as kind of just like hanging around the group until they figure out you can connect the fucking uh, Aurorium to an instrument. And sort of electrify it and create the first digital music, essentially. If that catches your fancy. Oh, yeah. I don't think we gave them a... I think we just gave them a name. I don't know if we gave them a, Not any a race. or anything, yeah. I think that's the only bit of, of story we gave that character. Yeah, so I'm hoping by the new year I'll have a nice little story or a timeline or like a whole little things I that happened. You could find I had this uh, workbook. And I've since lost it. I don't know where the fuck it is because I was starting to write a bunch of of stories. But it's a workbook that has – you can essentially plug in all the information that you want. It's written. Yeah. Um, you can write in, you know, like what it, what's inspiring you. So you like, blah, 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 blah. And then it gives you a circle beat sort of beat for beat the main sort of points you need to hit in your story and um and and so many other tools it was so fucking useful and i have no idea where i put mine and i can't remember what the name of the fucking book is either now yeah i can't think of it <clears throat> i know i had a couple worksheets from school that are super helpful and to like to make create your story yeah i found them a couple years ago and i was like oh i should put these somewhere where i won't forget and or then, and i forgot the place you put them is the place I don't you remember. forgot 
And then I was like, fuck, I should have digitized them, scanned them, printed them, or just put them on my computer, scanned it, and then I'll always have the copy somewhere online I could look up or email it myself as a backup. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and the move, I just, I'm just, that shit's probably in storage somewhere until I make, until I get my desk organized in my office and all that set up and. Fucking life. And man. all that, so. Fucking life. Yeah, so. <laughs> I was trying to look online for some, like a, like a guide that can help me. Yeah, I'll try and, and I'll try uh, and find that workbook because it was like super helpful and it wasn't that expensive. I think it was like 13, 14 bucks. Yeah. Was it something by Block? Some storytelling? Mm, I don't know. I, I know it was like a book. I'm going to save the cat. No, no, this was like its own. I bought it online. Oh, um, <sighs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. Um, I still have like another week of work, okay. which they are giving my birthday and the day after. To start my vacation two days early. Ooh, hell yeah. So I think I just have work Monday, Tuesday. And then Monday I'm going to a work dinner, which is our, because uh, each team is supposed to go do their own. It's really weird. Each team does their own, <laughs> I think their own holiday those. party. And then next year, I think ours is already scheduled for end of Je- uh, January to have a whole group Christmas party but uh to save on money they just they gave you guys like a budget yeah be like all right and it's only the two of you right yeah since our whole department was laid off other than uh me and the head of it uh it's just going to be a two-person dinner (laughs) um so yeah so I was like oh this is cool like we're at some Italian joint in LA um I was trying to suggest like Nobu. I was like, let's go fancy because if we're not paying for it, company's paying for it. Let's yeah uh, go to these ridiculously priced places that I would never go to on my own because I wouldn't pay for it. But, <laughs> uh, she suggested a Italian place that's supposed to be pretty good too, uh, called Wolf Mother. I've never heard of it, but sounds um, familiar. You're thinking, you're thinking of the band. Um. No, I don't think I'm thinking of the band. Because I did once she heard. I was like, the band? Why would they have their own Italian restaurant? No, I honestly think but, I've heard um, it mentioned somewhere. Yeah, so we're supposed to have a team dinner Okay. <laughs> there. Um, so I was, like, I, was, I was like, that's fine. Somewhere I never would have been or tried anyway. So I'll probably get something fancy and like a double old-fashioned or something. Nice. Because the company's paying for it. Because that's when they can buy the drinks. Mother Wolf, it's called. Yeah, Mother Wolf. I would not think of an Italian place or a place called Mother Wolf. I would think of like nature probably. Yeah, I would not not think Italian. Yeah, yeah, I would not think. Like if you're like, oh, this is like super juices and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I get it. I think there's... No, Hyperwolf. Hyperwolf is the weed delivery. Oh. And that's, you know. yeah, I don't know if the company will pay for that, but. 
Um, yeah, so we're doing a two-person dinner. Originally, we are trying to do it on the 19th uh, before my birthday, just so I could then after dinner, I could just be off until the New Year. But um, she was like, oh, we have management dinners to go to those days. So she's like, can we just do it Monday? I was like, yeah, I don't care. I was like, as long as I keep my two days off to lead into it. I was like, I don't have to worry about time cards (sighs) or anything. So I was like, cool, I'll just... Peace out, everyone. Put out out of office email and uh, deal with everything in the new year. (laughs) As I had to tell one of the clients, I was like, if you have any videos to upload uh, and they're pressing, you guys have to do them yourselves. So take that time then, write some fucking dope ass stories, and, and, you know, hopefully we can come back into the new year. And when we go into this world building, you'll be like, hey guys, I fucking wrote this shit. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. I want to thank you all for listening this week. Um, you know, if you could just like, share, do all that stuff, that's really important here in this sphere of internets. Um, I also want to thank Effective for doing our music. You can check him out over on Spotify and SoundCloud. A-F-F-E-K-T-I-V. Um that's my spiel. Oh, email us. Wellbeing.podcast at outlook.com. I said outlook. 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 It's like the Canadian version. Yeah. Uh, Andy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and threads at r.andrewsandoval. And that's the other place. Yeah, that's pretty much the place I social. Theo, where can they find you? You can find me Sundays, twitch.tv forward slash Theo Ripper. And then find me on Instagram and threads at Theo underscore Ripper. And uh, yeah, come come join the antics and all the fun and all that, all that craziness. And that is our lives. Peace out, Fulios. What's Josh's? Thanks, oh, for, yeah, listening. thanks for listening. <laughs> and be well. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just cause you're feeling a little strange.